I guarantee you've been there. I know that I have, where you've done something right so many times, but people only seem to notice when you do it wrong. Again, this is Kenfu TV, and each week I release videos in the martial arts, philosophy, technique, training, that sort of thing. Just the kind of thing you're into, I'm glad that you're here, and today we're going to talk about being a screw-up. Or, more likely, how the fact that being a screw-up is a matter of perception. Life can be thankless. 100%. There are so many thankless jobs, thankless experiences, especially in is acts of service, when you are a person who, who provides acts of service life can be thankless. So how do we manage that as we continue to work through this life and realize that that this is just a part of the gig? I was having a really great conversation with a really good friend the other day, and she works in the, the financial sphere, the accounting sphere, and she talked about how you can do something right every time, every single time, where you're maybe, maybe it's running payroll. You run it right, week week after week after week after week it's right no problems everything's great then something goes wrong one time and every amount of your success of the times that you've done it reliably that they've trusted you and you've come through it's out the window and so easily people get so upset and you hear about it you never hear about when it went right nobody ever says hey man i really appreciate that that's gone right every time Instead, what you hear is when it fails. As martial artists, we know this feeling. We know this feeling very well because we can be on the mat, see a technique. It's time to drill that technique. We drill it, we drill it, we drill it. And guaranteed, if you're going to do it wrong, it'll be when Sensei's watching. And they'll come out of nowhere. Suddenly, it's the time you did wrong and you look over and you're, of course you're there. Of course. It, it happens happens all the time. I call it my curse as a sensei to walk to walk up and, and that means somebody's going to do it wrong. Now sometimes that's explained away by the idea that when you are being watched by somebody that you are trying to do it correct for or possibly trying to impress, that nerves happen and you do it wrong. Other times it's just because it went wrong, as it will, as it should, because to learn you need those failures. And it just so happened that they were watching that time and it can be embarrassing and usually for me this is followed up by somebody explaining how they just did it right you know they they are trying to make sure that I realize and I try to reinforce I know you did it right I know you can do it so I saw this time here's here's what we can do as an instructor I look for these moments not because I want to capitalize on on that moment that you didn't do it right versus the times you did do it right but because those are the best opportunities for me to to provide something, to provide correction or deeper understanding, especially if it if it can happen more than once when you're working through it and that thing that went wrong happens more than one time, those are the best times to get involved because when you're doing it right, what do I have to give you? Maybe nothing, maybe very little. But when something's not going right, it doesn't feel right, the movement's not right, it's not achieving the same result or the result that you're expecting, those are our times as teachers where we can really, really benefit you by being able to provide that, that feedback, that correction, that critique, that, that deeper understanding sometimes. Honestly, what I look for is how you handle that. 
Not just how you handle suddenly having someone watch you do it wrong. It's embarrassing. I get it. Happens to me. Happens to you. It's embarrassing and we deal with it. Honestly, being able to maintain composure while being embarrassed is, I, I think, a skill. But how you respond to it. Do you respond to that by suddenly needing to fill the room with excuses? Reasons why it failed? And to, to kind of cover up or explain away why it didn't go the way you expected? Or do you get right back to work and try again? Or do you ask for help? Because maybe that was just a good opportunity that... You can say, hey, that didn't go right, what went wrong here? Whatever the case may be, that response is the thing that makes the difference. How you handle those situations. I work in the IT industry, and when we hire, when we sit down and do interviews, very often we get people that part of their measurement of themselves to us is, I can build a computer. And that's, that's okay. We do build computers in, in my company, so that's, it is a useful skill. From an interview standpoint, from an assessment standpoint, I really don't care. I follow up immediately with, did it work? And very often they want to say yes, and I look for the people who say no, or well, well not at first. Because that's what I'm really looking for. I'm looking for somebody who can not just be able to do a thing and have never seen that failure, but a person who has seen the failure has faced it and has worked to a resolution. That is worth so much, especially in my industry. Somebody who can take a problem, which is literally my job. You don't call me most of the time if there's not something going wrong. It's not exclusively true, but it's mostly true. How do you face it? What do you do with it? How do you get to a resolution? How do you get to a solution? And sometimes, how did you manage... Uh, the things that were going on with the people or, or the emotions that come when those things happen. My friend is not the only one who deals with payroll. We all do. We all have to get our checks. But also, as an IT person, when payroll doesn't work because of a computer problem, that's, that's in my arena as well. So the stress of knowing that people will not get paid today because of this problem is something that is hard to manage. And so you have to, you have to do exactly that. You have to manage it and you have to maintain a, a level of calm. You've got to be able to approach the problem and find a way to a solution or a workaround that gets something handled for now while you work on a deeper solution if the, if the timeline's not working out. But you've got to be able to work through that. You've got to maintain composure and find your way to the solution. Very often you get to the end and, and there is no thanks for that. It just, oh, cool, great, that's great. Back to work, back to business, back to whatever. The IT industry in specific is one that is not thanked often. It is not one that, that uh, appreciation for what you do is received much. But hearing about when something goes wrong is often. When I look at a student who's working through technique and they struggle, what I look for is how willing they are to embrace that struggle, to recognize that it's part of, part of what's happening, part of their growth, part of the process, to approach it in some way. Sometimes they want to handle it all on their own. Sometimes they work with their partner and try to get their partner to help them. Sometimes they work with, with senior students and instructors that are around to try to get it done. And sometimes all of the above. And that is, that's really good. That's what you got to have. Honestly, on that list, I would say the person who just tries to figure it out on their own, especially if they're working with a partner and they just kind of shut down and go, and they don't want help, they just want to get it right, 
I've, I've, I tack that up into stubbornness. When you when you are like that, when you are being stubborn, you'll get there. I appreciate the the resolve of a stubborn person. But very often, the time it takes to get to a solution or the time it takes to get to a deeper understanding is significantly longer than had they allowed someone to help and embrace the fact that that failure was natural. Life can be thankless. The things that you do and that you do well might go unobserved. And it can be really difficult to to work through that and to maintain a positive attitude and a positive outlook and a positive self-image when the only things that you do wrong are the only things that get noticed. In children, we see this often. Sometimes, the, the, the fact that the thing that they're doing wrong or the thing that they shouldn't be doing is getting noticed is what they do because they want to be noticed. So they, they lash out and they, and they act up because they're looking for attention, because they're not getting attention from a positive place. So they're going to where the attention is, and the attention is when things are wrong. So we've got to pay attention to that. We've got to pay attention to the fact that when somebody is doing something right, it needs attention. It needs recognition, and it needs acknowledgement. I read a really great thing. I shared it on Facebook the other day, this post, that, um, one of those word porn kind of situations where it was talking about how um, it was specifically about children not getting recognition because of the fact that that the, everything's fine when you do it it's great I don't have to I don't have to to worry about you because your performance is great your your grades are great so I don't have to worry about that I'm always focused on the other person the people in the building who aren't doing good the people in the the, the kids the siblings or whatever whose grades aren't good or who are doing poorly just because a person is doing great, has great performance, has good grades, has, is, doesn't cause problems, doesn't, doesn't rock the boat, doesn't mean that they don't need attention, and it doesn't mean that they also don't need improvement, that there's not something there that they want. They, they probably yearn for that. And that's kind of what this post went into, and I really enjoyed that. This idea is very true. And if we don't work through reinforcing positive things that we see in people, then we are encouraging the negative things we see in people. Or in my case, burnout. Only hearing when things are wrong and riding the stress of when th something's not wrong, especially when I don't work for one place, I work for many places, so the stress is coming from many angles at once. Lack of appreciation over a long time can really easily lead to a place where you just don't want to anymore. I look at this in two ways, two things that I think are important and should happen. It's always two. I don't know how we always end up with, it's two things. It's polar. It's whatever. But in this case, two things. And first is the self. I need to build the resilience and the understanding and the self-confidence of the times that I do it right. Recognizing and paying attention to the fact that on that bad day, when everybody's upset because I did it wrong for the first time in five years... And I take that personally. That those five years of doing it right aren't gone. And that I still have value. And I should absolutely have confidence that it can be resolved. It can be fixed. It can be worked through. So I have to start with myself. I have to believe in myself. And even if other people are not reinforcing when things are going right, I need to reinforce that for me. did a video recently on this 
idea of talking to yourself, your self-talk and negative self-talk versus positive self-talk. And sometimes you just have to look in the mirror or just say to yourself out loud, you're a badass or I'm a badass, right? I'm doing so great today. I do these things and I think you should do these things. I think it's helpful to hear a voice, arguably the most important voice, telling you that you are awesome. That you did great. Acknowledging when something went great. I try to do it regularly even when I'm struggling, but the days when things are going really well are the days that I do it the most. I take a moment to recognize that things are going awesome. I am awesome. I'm doing so good. I'm able to do all of these things, and all of these things went great today. Hearing that and knowing that goes such a long way on those dark days when things just don't seem to be going right, where every part of it just seems to be stacking on something else that's not going right and maintaining the resolve, because when you crumble, it gets really hard to lift up all those pieces. The other thing we need is the ability to recognize, especially as people who go through this ourselves, that it is on us to help other people be recognized when they're doing great. And that might be on the map when you see someone doing really good or you're working with somebody and they do it awesome. Reinforce that. That might be at work. You see somebody putting in hard work and, and doing a great job and not getting noticed because maybe they always do a great job. Take a minute to say, you know what? I really appreciate everything you do. You know, I don't, I don't know how often you get to hear that, but I, I really do. You make a difference here. In life, in school, in family, in friends, any of those places, every one of those places. We should look for ways to support that. It's easy for people to pick up the negative things of us. It's also easy for us to pick up the negative things of other people, point them out, and to make something of them. Sometimes in joking, we, it's just a great way to make a joke, and, and that's just a particular comedic style that has prevailed for a long time. And I don't mind it. I... I it can be funny, and if you have that comfort with somebody, it can be funny. But also recognize that if those are the only things ever heard, that it becomes really difficult to realize that there are good things about you too. That you're not just a screw-up. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a minute for yourself today and pick up on something that you did today or did this week. And tell yourself how awesome that you were when you did that. How great you did. And, and recognize it. It's not a lie and it shouldn't be a lie. Pick something that is true and reinforce that that happened. And that anything else is going on, who cares? This happened. And if you struggle because maybe you feel like there's nothing going on that deserves that, then pay attention to the pieces of things. Maybe something's not working out, but you're trying really hard. But you haven't given up but you've been able to make some progress. Notice those things too. Give yourself, bolster yourself to be able to continue and to work through it until you can start to stack those things up. You, you will see what you look for. And if you look for the positive things in your life, you will find them. But corollary, if you look for the negative things, you'll find those too. The other thing I want you to do today, and I really hope that you do this, is grab your phone, call someone, send a text, jump on, YouTube video, Facebook, whatever it is, leave a comment, do whatever, reach out to somebody you know is doing something well, that's something that just, even if it's not some groundbreaking, earth-shattering thing, but just somebody that you feel like maybe doesn't always get recognized, and just send them a message letting them know that you recognize it, and that you see it, and that you appreciate it, 
and that maybe they should be proud of what they do. You will never get to understand what that means to someone, but that does not make it not worth doing. And you know what? If you receive one of those, maybe you will understand. Thank you so much for being here today. I release videos like this every Monday, so I hope that you'll come back for the next one. I also release them in an audio format on Spotify and iTunes and all of those sort of things. If you'd rather listen to them in a podcast format, it's totally out there. Just search for KenFuTV. I'm Ken. This is KenFuTV. And I'll catch you in the next one.